final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. I feel like a fucking celebrity in this town. Hey! <laughs> What's now? Now who's now? What? Who says that? That was a quote from my good friend Cereza, my 500-year-old best friend Cereza, who's been sealed in a tomb or whatever the hell. And I think she lives on the moon now, but she's here in the studio with us today, uh, spreading her hair around, spreading joy to all the children because we're going to talk about the game that she starred in. Oh hell yeah! Are we talking about Are we talking about Platinum Games' 2010 hit Bayonetta? Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Every good uh, game says the title of the game when you press start on the title screen. It's true. That's why when you start Dark Souls, it goes Dark Souls. That's why. That's why when you start. Fuck, Halo really, Three. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, a comically long game title metal gear just... rising revengeance <laughs> doctor what is a game with a really long name i'm like i'm blanking i can't quite i have the lights dimmed in my room right now mm. so i can't quite fully see like my my meager stack of games right now that's why that's why like th- that's why Persona, when you say dancing star night dancing in starlight <laughs> forza horizon four I like it's always David Hayter. <laughs> Why? Look, the guy gets around. Once he got on cameos, yeah, he, open season. He he. Uh, once Konami fired him, once Kojima decided that they, he didn't want to be his friend anymore, he just began mm-hmm. saying the names of every video game ever created. Yeah, to get back at them. Um, now, Jordan, you're the one who suggested Bayonetta for the podcast. Oh, I, I say suggested is more to like a demanded. A, 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 a command because we are the kings of this of this country. Yeah, um, we we, get to, we have. Hmm? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to like sound rude by asking why a bayonetta because it's like a wonderful masterpiece of a game. But like, w- what is it about bayonetta that made you want us to talk about it? Couple reasons. Number one, I love it. Number mm-hmm. two, I know you love it. In fact, mm-hmm. I think you're the reason I bought this game and played it the first time. Oh um, shit, number th- you're right. Yeah. So thank you very much. Um, number three, it's got good ass music, and it's got some really funny music, like really it, fun. And it's also music. it's also got good ass in it. It's <laughs> it's got good ass music. Um, and number four, there was like one or two songs that I really wanted to talk about. I can't wait to hear what they are because I feel like th- th- this is the longest soundtrack we've done yet. This is a one hundred and fifty track behemoth of a soundtrack. It's a now, big chonker. To be fair, a lot of them are like, you know, 30 second intro musics when you like meet a new angel or like the yeah. fifth time Jean shows up or Luca or what have you. But like, even so, it's a beefy boy. I wish I had as many songs as uh, written about me as Jean has, because I think she's got like nine different tracks on yeah, this soundtrack. Yeah, it's like, it's like, what, what, what's the as song she that deserves. plays? Yeah, it's like, what's the song that plays when you fight Jean on the on the, the, the bomber plane? Oh yeah, that's Jean uh, 4A-2. They had to create an entire Dewey Decimal System <laughs> to really classify all of Jean's tracks. A, a, a Deus Decimal System. Shall we, shall we talk a little bit about Bayonetta? Because it is, it is a classic video game but it mm-hmm. also is a game that uh i know not everyone has played unfortunately uh, which is a shame it's a real sad it's a real tragedy 
Um, it's available on multiple consoles now. You can get it on PS3, PS4, Switch, of course. Everyone Xbox should play 360, this game. Xbox One. Yes. Uh, I, I might. Is it on PC? Can you buy it on Steam? I don't think it I is. I want... Well, no, I think you can actually, because they put out the Bayonetta Vanquish Remaster Collection like a year or two ago. Hmm. I'm fairly certain that's on PC. Looking it up? Yeah. It is on PC. Hey, look at that. You have no excuse. excuse. Um, Something that's really funny to me about the sort of trajectory of Bayonetta as as an IP, as a character. So this is a game made by Platinum. It came out in Japan 2009, came out everywhere else 2010. Um, It was published by Sega. And, and I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later in the episode. <laughs> um, Sega's trick on this one a little bit. Um, and it came out, it was like, it, was, it wasn't Xbox exclusive, but it was Xbox and PS3. So it was I like... Remember, it, I remember being a, a young, like, middle schooler, watching, mm-hmm. like, my Red vs. Blue, or oh, yeah, my, epic, epic my humor. Yogg's cast, or my Smosh. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry for sw- saying a horrible swear word on our podcast. <laughs> An um, slur. and then, like, uh, a commercial for, like, a, a, a female, um, mm-hmm. a, doing, killing Judeo Christian angels came on, and then it said, Bayonetta. And I was like, well, this is a game on. Th- I, I do not like to see this one. I do not like it. And then, yeah. you know, I had, I had a lot of growing up to do before I learned that I did, in fact, like it. It's it's like it's like I, I don't know if you experienced this. Um, but when I was younger, I was like very adverse to the idea of listening to music that had like female vocals in it. Oh yeah, I was of like, course. I'm a boy. I'm I'm not allowed to listen to music that with uh-uh. girls in it. So don't, it's like don't like it, it's very similar. It's like you realize, huh? Women can do things. This is a game about girl power. This is a game about girl, uh, a woman whose goal is to attack and dethrone God. <laughs> and spoiler alert: she does it. She's successful. Um. Here's, here's, when you go to the Bayonetta wiki, uh-huh. I would love to read to you, as a gift, as a treat, mm-hmm. the first line on Bayonetta's wiki page. Like, I think okay. it might, like, it might like actually for, be the, for the For the line. character Bayonetta? Yes. Okay. This is what it says. It says, Bayonetta is portrayed as a beautiful woman with a slender yet curvy, bewitching figure possessing ample breasts and a round, plump butt. Bayonetta has black hair wrapped into a beehive hairdo with a bang sweeping to the right and gray eyes with a beauty mark located at the bottom of her left cheek close to her lips. Bayonetta. Bayonetta. I mean, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's Bayonetta, all right? The thing about Bayonetta is that it is so, so horny that it somehow, like, rolls back the counter to Mm -hmm. zero and and it, like, stops being sexual and it stops being like like you just kind of laugh like it's so much that you don't even really like it it doesn't feel weird it just feels so like appropriate for the game and for the universe and there's no moments like i would never be ashamed if i was like in the living room playing bayonetta and someone walked in i'd be like i mean what look like look at what's happening on the screen right now can you really tell me that this is embarrassing no yeah it's 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 empowering it's she's just she's a horny sexy 100 foot tall unproportioned like a like a fucking monster like a gundam like she she has like a gundam's proportions where she's like 90 percent leg and she just wants to attack and dethrone god and say her favorite swear words and that's all she wants to do and you really have to appreciate do you know the story about bayonetta's glasses by the way 
I, I, I caught a little bit when you were set, sending it in um, Pod Agreed chat, but please recount it for the podcast. So, it, is quite a, it is quite a tale. So Bayonetta, obviously, they, they uh, Bayonetta was like Platinum's kind of first. I think it was ma- kind of their first, like, we're going to really do our own thing. We're going to go um, sicko mode on this We're going to make, like, this is our own brand new thing. No one's telling us what to do. Kamiya's like, I'm going to make my own my own game. Mm-hmm. Um, so they spent about a year designing Bayonetta. I can't remember the, the name of the artist uh, who they hired to create the character. Um, let me look it up because I think it's, it's fair to, to give credit to the person who, who designed her. One sec, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll edit this out. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so Bayonetta was designed by a woman named Mari Shimazaki. It took her about a year and they made lots and lots of designs. Kamiya said, here's the things that we need for this character. She needs to be a woman. She needs mm-hmm. to be a witch in the modern times and she needs four guns. Those are the yes. things that Kamiya said. There are lots and lots of designs. I hope you uh, all look them up. The reason they went with her hairstyle is because it was kind of a modern take on a witch's hat. That's why she's got, like, this really tall, pointy hair. Yeah. Um, but Kamiya has a bit of a glasses fetish. And by big bit of, I mean a big, big glasses fetish. So he wanted Bayonetta yeah. to wear some glasses. Um, and Sega said, we don't like it. But Kamiya and the rest of the crew realized that the glasses looked really good on her. So they said, uh, we're going to come up with many, many reasons, including lore reasons, for why Bayonetta has to wear glasses. And they kept bothering them enough that, that the exec said, all right, whatever, it's your funeral, give her some glasses. And then everyone got glasses. Yeah. Which is why every, every character has a pair of glasses at one point or another. That's the, Bayonetta's the reason that the teens in Persona 4 have to wear glasses when they go into Fog World. Oh my god. I think Persona 4 came out well before Bayonetta, but I believe you. Well, I mean, Bayonetta is a story about kind of traveling yeah, through time, so it's impossible yeah, to say. It's true. Um, do you want to talk about the the soundtrack of the, uh, this game? And we'll also talk about just how good Bayonetta is in general yeah, as a yeah, game. Yeah, it, it, it's our contractual obligation to like you know between each track to sort of mention how cool and strong Bayonetta is and how badly I want her to step on me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> do you want her to step on you, or do you want her giant? like wicked weave leg I want to I, I want specifically I want I specifically want the spider one to step on me. Oh Thanks. god. Big steppy. Please no big, big steppy. Eight, eight um, steppies, please. This one this one this game is composed by a billion different people, but uh, one yeah. familiar name is Norihiko Hibino uh from hmm, Where uh, so, did that name before Jordan? <laughs> accidentally of uh our first double dip. I didn't realize this when I picked the game that we've already done one of his games cuz he did every Metal Gear Solid game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also there's a Takahiro Uzatani who also worked on the later Metal Gear games. He did Portable Ops and Peace Walker, and he also did Yakuza 2, so... Hey, okay! I'm sure maybe one day we'll circle back around to him. Um, yeah. But it uh, it is it is my turn, so I believe it... Uh, it's my pick, so I believe it is your turn to begin. Yes, 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 yes. So what is your first pick? What's your first slapper? I'm gonna start a slapper off. I'm gonna start us off on sort of like a nice, a nice slow build up, like a, a slow cooker. You know, you put the mm-hmm. heat on low, you, you you set it, and you forget it for a while, but it's still building there. Um, kind of a little crockpot of a song. Kind of a little crockpot of a song. A crockpot of a strange Central European town called Vigrid. <laughs>
specifically talking about the second uh, main level, the, the, like the Vigrid Town area. I think that's yeah. chapter three. Is is either chapter two or three? You um, you played you played you played this game before we did this episode. Uh, did you beat it? No, I didn't quite have enough time to because I was just like I I play it and then I like get sucked into like well you like I don't I'm not the kind of freak who goes for a pure platinum because that's like. That's at this sadistic. point, still that that's above my abilities, but I do. I am the kind of freak to like do every Alfheim and get yeah. like every collectible. That's and I'm the like, good stuff. Yeah, it's it's like okay, like I won't go for pure platinum, but like I need to get every Moon Pearl. I need to get every Witch Heart, so that like I ate up a lot of the time. Um, but the, yeah, so 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 Vigrid um is like the town that you start out in. The first level is like the train station area. Um, I'm sp- specifically talking about the town. This is where you meet Luca, um, everyone's favorite wonderful 101 character. <laughs> Um, <laughs> get out of here hey same scarf um i mean and, and again the, the, the track is specifically titled vigrid dash town areas um just to give just to give a little like uh plot like yeah yeah, run yeah down the story of bayonetta is basically uh and it doesn't matter but like just it, it the setup matter, no. is there are two two clans of ancient of like ancient european clans there's witches the the uh, umbral the, the umbral witches, witches yes. and then the lumen sages they mm-hmm. live in canonical real world europe though the game takes it place in fake real world europe yeah. um and vigrid is a town and then i think there was a big war and all the witches died and now everyone's a christian or something yeah yeah it's it's like oh what if what if light battled dark that'd be an interesting twist on the story interesting um this song i would sort of describe as spooky professor layton music yeah, I guess I've never played one of those, but I, I guess I can kind of get the vibe that you're going for. You, you get this like nice sort of plucked harp to start, um, and then and then and I, I I like mentioning like to, to you, Jordan. What is the most important instrument in this game? Oh, what this you, is always. Um, I would say there's two major players of yes. the soundtrack. There's the like bright bouncy piano, uh-huh. and then it's it's the the main sort of contender is definitely the vibraphone. Like the the xylophone, okay, yeah, yeah, vibraphone. Yeah, I think it, it's a vibraphone. But before I figured out what it was, I kept on referring to it as like a, a synth marimba, which I know it wasn't true. No, but it was I just think fun it, to I me. think it is a. I think it, most of this is MIDI, maybe all of it, but uh, or like synthesized. Uh, I don't think. This I mean, is alive. yeah, because some of some of the piano parts, I feel like if you're a real human playing that, you got like twenty fingers. Yeah, um, I think. Well, I think that it's all you know digital i don't know how music composition works which is fine like i know like i know platinum does that for a lot of their stuff i know wonderful 101 uh is is entirely um yeah and then and then they did like the special version the the new version has orchestrated music and it just it doesn't really sound as good does it no it's i mean it's good but it's 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 good the same it's it's not as gamey yeah yeah we're 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 not we're not talking about that game um yeah but yeah yeah so we get the plucked harp to start then we get that beautiful piano that comes in um we get this like nice deep choir, um, and then and then some mandolin plucks as well. Um, I like the choir in this game because again, you said everyone became Christian, so this is like a town where everyone is like a priest, basically. Like yeah. it's like a super religious town. It's like uh, burrowed into like it, it feels like every building is a church here. Yeah, um, it I it's just a very very cool city. Like everything is like so, so okay. Bayonetta is sort of in that era where everything was brown because you had yeah. to like br- have a brown a color palette if you're a video game fact. in the late yeah. 2000s. Um, it works for this kind of because you're like you're in Purgatorio, so you're not like in the full real world. 
Like, you see yeah. sort of, like, ghosts of people walking by. So it, like, has this very weird, like, deserted feel to it. So the coloring works. Like, the, the mysterious music of it works. It, it feels like a little, a bit jacked up, like, Ace Attorney music when you're, like, going around gathering clues. Yeah, it does sound kind, kind of sound like an investigation of some sort. I do wish my dogs weren't barking upstairs, but that's fine. That's just um, how it goes. Maybe they see an angel and maybe, the angel's yeah. being a threat. Yes. Um, and then, like, we, we even get, like, a little bit of, like, maraca shaking in some parts. Like, it's nice to look up. It's just, like, it, it's just very, very chilled out, like, ja- slow, jazzy lounge track that's just, like, yeah, the game's starting out, like, it's not going crazy yet, but it's just, like, it's getting you there, you know? It's, like, yeah. sort of getting you settled into the mystery and intrigue of it all. Yeah, it's very much easing you in before you're, like, on a gigantic airplane that's falling out of the sky or yeah. playing Outrun. So. And even and even then, this level is one level before the entire town like gets set on fire and the volcano underneath it erupts, so it's just, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's, it's cool. a good one. It's it's, it's a good fun. one. And yeah, I, I like that it, it has a uh, this game has I mean, the first part of the iconic opening of this game is that a a uh, incomprehensible narrator is trying to discuss the lore of this game while you are doing a fight on a falling clock tower. So mm-hmm. it's very easy to miss the uh, opening text because you're p- paying attention to the the action. But after that, yeah, you get the you get the initial fight in the graveyard, kind of getting you this character set up and then this is the first like real level and yeah, it is it is yeah, kind of yeah. chill and and it does tell a good story as like you know, you start out, the town's completely normal, then uh, one of the big angels attacks and you get picked up and thrown around, and then the whole yeah. thing catches on fire. It's like, you know, this nice ex- escalation of action, and it just keeps going up and up and up throughout the rest of the game until you're, like, riding a rocket into space at the end, so. Yeah, it's sick. It's, this game it's is real so good. Um, What's your pick, Jordan? Of, well, my first pick is um, is the classic song, Mysterious Destiny. Now here's here's the specific reason why. Uh-huh. I've I've made it clear that I love video game music with lyrics. Mm-hmm. I've also not made it clear, but the best kind of lyric is a song where it mentions the name of the character it's about. Yeah. <laughs> so this song is sung directly at Bayonetta. Yep. Um it's about Bayonetta. It plays. Yeah, th- this just, is the theme of Bayonetta. Yeah, this is her theme song. It plays just. It doesn't play like at specific moments of the game. It just kind of plays during certain fights. Yeah. Um, the music in this game is so. It's so hard to describe. It's so bouncy, and like it can barely sit still. It's got mm-hmm. this crazy like groovy piano that's going on the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. I I kind of imagine like you know someone at some like jazzy club just going nuts on it maybe rodan is playing the piano for oh yeah you know rodan can tickle those ivories oh he loves to tickle those those keys um it's just it's just so much it's so busy i love uh the lyric uh when you fight it looks like a dance and i also love the lyric uh bayonetta you bury your loneliness deep down in your eyes because 
Bayonetta is oozing with confidence, but also she's got a little bit yeah. of a sadness because she's she's kind of the last one. Kind of the last one of her she, group, except for the other one that you meet later. Yeah, hmm. I mean, and, and like, you meet John in, like, chapter, in, like, the first Yeah, level, you meet so John like, immediately, but John is trying to fight you at all times, so. What if John had Princess Leia hair? I mean, she does, but, like, it's cool that she does, you know? Oh, you know, you know, it's really funny to me, because um, when I played the first one, I was like, oh, John kind of has, uh, kind of has Princess Leia hair, but then I played it, or, like, I played it uh, just the other day, not all the way through, mm-hmm. but just to get kind of a taste and, and refresh. Yeah. Um, and the color of John's hair, her, she has, like, platinum huh, hair, ah! um, and she's wearing, like, red and uh, her hair, yes, she's got the, like, twisty buns on the side, and all mm-hmm. I could fucking think of is she looks exactly like Edelgard. Like, like oh, after no, time, she looks right. exactly like oh, Empress no. Edelgard. It is, and and do you know what? I love it. Like, that's such a good look for her and for Edelgard, and you just can't deny it. But yeah, this this song, it's just so good. And also, it gets used a couple times uh, when you beat a level you get to play it's what you've been waiting for angel attack and you get to do a little shooting gallery yeah they play like a lo-fi arcadey version of the bayonetta theme song as you do the shooting gallery it's a lot of fun and i think this yeah. song is just it's it's just a very good uh a very good just kind of tone for how the whole soundtrack is except for like the the fighting you know angel parts yeah yeah i mean it, it's like it it's it's really really great i like that it, it's not, I guess, a light motif because it doesn't really like come up a whole lot. Like you, you do hear that one little like the yeah, that comes up a lot. But like th- that's the only part of this that sort of is present throughout. It's just like Bayonetta's theme, and, and it just feels like we worked really hard on this. We want you to hear it a lot. Yeah, so just there's play a it there's, like every other fight. There's one very distinctive motif in this game. I'll, uh, if we if we bring up the song, it's in, and maybe if we don't, I'll I'll, I'll mention it because it comes up in like half of the songs in this game. Uh, spoiler alert, we will talk about it. Okay, cool. Um, do you have anything else to say about Mysterious Destiny? I just love how you know a character is cool when, uh, they have their own name in the song that's written about them. I I can't think of any other characters that, that have that. Definitely no villains, uh, so maybe, like, from any JRPGs. Uh, nothing's ringing a bell to me. Um... So yeah, yeah I, I just, mean this this game is about angels. I can't think of any other songs that might be about no, angels. So yeah, that 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 would that would be a little too much. Uh, what's your It'd next slapers? Yeah, be a little too. Um, well, and I, I, you know, as it turns out, we forgot the. Sl- it wasn't a slow cooker after all; it was a pressure cooker, and we forgot about it for about three days. Um, <laughs> what if, um, what if every instrument didn't arpeggio at once? Now, what song are you talking about here? Um, this is what. <laughs> Not <laughs> like really stupid joke. Um, this is what um, my mom's boyfriend says to me after they get married. Okay, he sa- he says you may call me father. <laughs> all right 
This is the theme, and then, yeah, I'm jumping like pretty much near the end of the game. This is when you fight um, Balder, who's yeah. again your your daddy, as you find You've out. Gotta fight um, before you can attack and dethrone God. You have to first conquer your daddy issues yeah, by killing. Yeah, you your have own to father. attack and dethrone Dad. <laughs> it, and again, my first note is oh God, oh fuck. My second note is what if every instrument did an arpeggio at once? The music in this game, when it wants to, goes so hard. It's and like, it's like oh. It's it's difficult for me. It's challenging to like to talk about some of these songs just because of how hard they go. But oh my god, this oh my song god, is incredible. Yeah. I it's love so good. I love Balder is incredible. He's got like a peacock, dead peacock, like slung around his shoulders at all it's times. So good. His fight is is fucking incredible. Like I love that his health bar has the peacock feathers on it too. Yes. You know he's so good. And, like, doesn't... Isn't there a part where he, like, hits you with a satellite or something? Yeah, I think it's, like, in, like, this... Uh, like, the, one of the last phases of the fight. Because you're, like, around... Like, you're fighting him, like, in the sky around the Ithaval building. And, like, yeah, he's just, like, going ham at this point. It's just, like, the choir is screaming at you. The piano is, like, being played by three people at once. The strings are going ape shit. Like, we hear horns, which, like, we really don't hear a lot of horns in this soundtrack until no. we get to, like, the incredibly angelic high-level stuff. Yes. Um, and th- this has this motif that, I don't know if it's the exact motif you mentioned, um, but it's, like, the one that goes... Yeah, the um, one that, that, that one plays whenever you fight Jean, right? The... Yes, that one comes up in, like, every other song. It's good, though. I like it a lot. That's the thing. And, and that's what makes it sort of hard to place like i don't know what to call that motif because it's in half the game yeah because like i i guess it would be jean's but you hear it in balder's theme you hear it in other boss themes so it's like it's just like it's not and again it's not the theme of bayonetta because we just talked about that but it's like a theme of bayonetta 2009 game yeah it's a it's a musical theme it's a musical it's, a, theme. it's perhaps some kind of they could call it a motif mm, perhaps yeah. And, I, and I do like how this song sort of like the loop of it ends. Like we get like this like really nice like military drumming almost, and like this you know triumphant choir. And it's just like it feels like I'm in church, but it's cool and scary, and a man's trying to kill me. Very much, just like just like real church, just like real. <laughs> Maybe this game. <laughs> <laughs> And also the boss fight is like hard as hell. Oh, it's this so game, good this, this game goes like crazy at you near the it, end. It just loses its fucking mind. I do love this fight if you have the uh, mirror upgrade that kind of... Oh yeah, the, the, the mirror Mahakala. The mirror Mahakala where you can just kind of deflect all of his attacks. It, it, it You know, it really feels like uh, the parry... The, uh, like, parry counter Oh, the uh, Ukemi? Metal Gear Rising. No, no, no. The one where it's, it's, uh, where you attack in the direction of oh, the right, right, right. attack. Yeah, like in Metal Gear Rising. Yeah, 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 Which I think might be where this is, uh, this is, this is stolen from for that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Platinum's so, good at making games. <laughs> Platinum is literally my favorite game dev of all time. Nothing can ever top the stuff they make. I've never seen such consistency and such, like, just explosive joy and entertainment coming through in the story uh the mm. presentation and the gameplay especially i love all of their games i think i played them all i played like all of the ones that are like the big boys i haven't played like legend of Korra. yeah you haven't played the team ninja turtles game or the transformers no. game um i'm trying to think if there's anyone that i haven't i don't exactly count 
um, near Automata or near Automata or whatever people call it. Yeah, it's that's like that's a game. It's not. It's a game made by Platinum Studios. It is not a Platinum. It's game. not a Platinum game. It's a Yoko Taro game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think I think Platinum just kind of brought their their combat expertise, but it doesn't have the same the same style. It, it doesn't have does. like that punishing precision that you just need. to talk a little bit because because I say we get to talk about the games because we're yes. we're always correct and we're we're right all the time. Uh-huh. What I this game was made as like basically Platinum said we're gonna make our own Devil May Cry and it's not yep. made like we're not gonna steal it we're just gonna like do it. That's why like Bayonetta has a ton of Devil May Cry references. It also has a bunch of other like Clover references like like uh, when. She does the red hot kick. Red she hot says dancing. Yeah. She says dancing a go go baby, which is another beautiful Joe reference. A game that I love very much. Um, but oh, and she says uh, what? Flock off, flock off, Fla- featherface. Flock off. Yeah. Yes, uh, which I always thought was her saying fuck off. Uh, but the thing to me is, and and you can all get really mad at me, and I won't care because I'm correct. Um, I I appreciate Devil May Cry. Have you have you played Devil May Cry? I played, played I played I played one five? three. Oh. I haven't played five actually. I wanted to. It was on Xbox Game Pass for a while and it went off and I was like, well, I guess I'll never play it I've unless played, it's like on sale for five bucks. I've played all of five and I played a, a just a, a bit of three. And I really appreciate those games. But what I will say is that as games, they they take, in my opinion, the incorrect approach where mechanically and like the c- controls wise, they're very, very complicated. There's uh-huh. a lot of options. Like Dante has like four different styles and they all do different things. And there's all different button combos and you have to hold a bunch of buttons and move everything and do this, right? Bayonetta yep. does everything with basically two, maybe three buttons. The sticks. That's the thing. And I that's re- like so good. Like mm-hmm. you never have to hold an R button or an L button or you barely ever have to even like uh, push the sticks back and forth it's all just it's just two buttons and there's one button to shoot and like that's your lot and there's so much depth in the combat that there's so much good stuff and you could play it and get really fucking good at it if you want to or you could be like me and get kind of good at it and feel really good about it and that's yeah. just what and that's how every one of platinum's games work it's yeah. always that simple and i think easy, that's easy to that's, learn hard the master exactly and that's what's really really so strong about them as a studio to me what is what is your favorite weapon combo in bayonetta oh god it's not it's this one it's probably um sword in hand gun on foot oh, yeah I, I i'm sword and shotgun on foot it's not fair because they don't add the scythes until bayonetta 2 and the scythe <sighs> is the best weapon in the series in the, the series scythe too the, the scythe and the chainsaw feet is like the god only way to go can you imagine can you can you listeners max just said the word scythe and chainsaw feet and are you telling me that you don't want to immediately buy and play this game if you haven't played it already the also, weapons in this game they're all so good and they're all so unique and they all feel great and they also much the strength of all platinum's games no matter what weapon you use while they all function differently they all control exactly the same so it's it's yep. just like once you have one mastered you basically know how to use them all barring timing and strategy it's perfect um also just for the record before we move on to the next slapper because i'm still trying to I, i'm going your i'm going your way and i'm picking whatever my heart tells me uh-huh um every there are problems with bayonetta um as you mentioned the color palette is really boring mm-hmm. and also the button mashing is too difficult and the quick time events are miserable um mm-hmm. everything in the series is fixed in bayonetta 2 bayonetta it's, 2 is 
a perfect sequel. It is the greatest character action game ever created. Confirmed. I will put my foot down on this. I will never let anyone ever try to argue otherwise. I just think they're incorrect. Um, and it's it's funny. I'm kind of a hypocrite about this because I'm always like, well, everyone likes Dark Souls 1 because it because it's the original. But I think Dark Souls 2 and 3 are so much better. Uh, and, I, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. But I'm also like... Yep. Well, Bayonetta's the original, so it, like everything that Bayonetta 2 did, it only did because Bayonetta 1 created it, and Bayonetta 2 just tweaked and improved it. So I am a massive hypocrite, and I am correct, and, and I am correct, but I'm also wrong in believing both those two things simultaneously, but I don't care. Well, yeah, no, yeah, my take is that Bayonetta 2 is, perf- is better in every conceivable way than 1, but you still should play 1 first, just because like 1 is still a masterpiece of a game, so it's like... You play one and then you play two and you're like, oh my god, they did it even better. You know, you also, have to know where you came from to know. Where also, you're going. the other great thing about this is that um, playing Bayonetta one first means that by the time you get to Bayonetta two, which is literally a perfect game, and they fixed every little problem with Bayonetta one, you already know the you've already mastered the combat. Yeah. So you go into the better, more mechanically satisfying game, already good at the game, and then with, you with just the get mastery to have, of it exactly, and then you just get to fucking destroy. No matter what, it's so good. It is so fun. All right, it is so good. I'm gonna I play it after this. Oh god, they're such good games. Bayonetta three. Where are you? I, I can't What's wait. Happening? What's her hair gonna be? Is she gonna have a mohawk, Jordan? <laughs> Every time Platinum talks about it, they talk about it like they've accidentally deleted all the files. I know it scares me so. <laughs> they're much. like, yes, everything. Uh, if everything is going smoothly and we're doing a great job, and the game is is we're working on it, it's fine. Weekend at Bayonetta's. Yeah, what has happened? If if Bayonetta 3 never came out, I think I would be okay with that just because Bay- I don't know how they could conceivably improve Bayonetta 2. Um, if I have to see someone earnestly post that stupid Shigeru Miyamoto quote one more time, I am going to go apeshit, though. Oh, I'll fucking throw my computer out the window. Um, <sighs> I, just, I, I get rid of Twitter. Get, get it out of here. I, I don't want to look at it anymore. Enough. So your last pick was when you fight dad. Yes. Um... I've decided my heart song is telling me yes. that my next slapper is the uh, is the game's last gift to you. Uh huh. When you when you attack and de- when when Bayonetta attacks and dethrones Jubileus, the creator god. The creator god. How does it? No, no, no. Wait, just listen because I don't know if we're. I don't know what. How do you celebrate when you attack and dethrone God? How do you celebrate your victory over the creator of the universe? Um, do you just do a little sexy dance? <laughs> I just strike a little sexy pose and then throw her pieces into the sun and kick them apart inside the sun. Oh, I, well, my final, my next slapper is a song called Let's Dance Boys. Is it not the world's greatest way to end a video game? It's so fucking funny that, like, you've done, like, the impossible, and you're like, let's have a little dance about it. It's so good because the game already fakes out the ending once, 
Yeah. Where you yeah, after yeah. you defeat Baldur and then there's a there's an extra there's an epilogue where you where you fight the real final boss, which perhaps we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um and the final boss fight is barring other games that Platinum has created the most batshit crazy final boss in any video game. Um oh. and Platinum was the only people who could ever top themselves there. Uh yep, yep, yep. Bayonetta celebrates the end of the game by just having a just a nonsense dance number. It is <laughs> so once good. again Bayonetta is designed like no human being. She is so proportioned weirdly. So they try to make her body dance and it just looks like just looks like wiggling, but it's so funny and the song is so over the top. It's got this this wacky sax and these crazy backup vocals and all of the different characters and some of the enemies also are dancing with her. Mm-hmm. And it is just just the most stupidest it's, wonderful thing it's that has so ever funny. happened. The it, best it's, part it's is like <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, you go. The best part is when when you start dancing with Jean and the key changes to just somehow yeah. bring it home. Jean oh, is I, I love like Bayonetta and Jean. Like they're great. Becoming becoming girlfriends, basically. I know. They they they're wives to me. Ladies, is it gay to dive it's, into the depths of hell to rescue your girlfriend's soul? It is a shame that Jean kind of gets benched for a little bit in Bayonetta 2 for far too long. What if in Bayonetta 3 you can control both of them, like, simultaneously and switch between them in combat? That'd be oh, pretty god. cool, I think. I would, I, oh my god. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Too much content. Too I mean, much gameplay. Oh, the, ah! I can't wait for Platinum to be like, and then this one, you play as Luca the whole time. Uh, we, we brought Loki back. Yay, Enjoy. You can bet to play as Loki. He sucks so much. <laughs> oh, oh boy. But yes, I, I, I uh, some games end by saying this game is dedicated to all of the brave samurai who died fighting the Mongols 800 years ago. And some games end by saying, here's a sexy dance. I might even put it up on the Twitter when you when I post this episode, just like the full dance number, just the full dance number, because like I think you, you should. You got like the song is is so good, but it's it the the dance just like knocks it into space and into the sun to break up the baseball into small pieces, so you know the baseball is never coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it, it's a perfect reward for doing it. It's so funny. It's so good. It's so over the top. God, I love Bayonetta. What it's a good game. Just, one time oh. I told someone. Because, like, I was talking to one of my coworkers when I used to work at Burger Restaurant, uh-huh. and we were talking about games, and I said, and she was like, oh, what, what games have you been playing lately? And I said, oh, I just played Bayonetta. And she was like, ugh, really? Like, that's weird. And I was like, how could you even say that? Have you seen Bayonetta? Have yeah. you looked at Bayonetta? If, it's, if, like, you see Bayonetta and, and, you are, and you are made aroused by her, then, like, you're, there you, need something, to, you, need, you need to think about something. There's something profoundly wrong with you. There's nothing... You, yeah. <laughs> There's no part of Bayonetta that is going to to make you aroused. She's a horny litmus test. She, yeah, like like she is living her truth, and she she is allowed to be horny the whole game. You are not allowed to be horny when you play Bayonetta because I mean, like, what 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 part of this is making you horny? If if you can't get pure platinum if you play when you're horny because you can't fully focus on the action. Yeah, the only like, the only way to to like 100% bayonetta perfectly is to like look at her and say a normal woman. Like when Bayonetta does her big final finishers and her all of her clothes fly off and she's just wearing like a 
like a little something to make the game only rated M. Even that is not enough to be like, that's a little bit, that's, that's something. That's yeah, like, it's just, it's just, you go, you funky little it's lumber just, witch. Exactly. Exactly. That's just for her. That's just her thing. That's <laughs> not for you. It's it. like, you know what, you know how like in, in, I was just talking about this in, in Pot of Greed Discord before we recorded mm. this. You know how like in, in Near Automata, like 2B is the way she looks and it doesn't feel like it really fits her character at all. Mm-hmm. Like she's just, she just looks like that because they designed her to look like that. Yeah. Bayonetta looks like the way she does because that's just how she is, you know? That's just how she is. She's just, she's just like that. It's, it, this is all for her. You this is not for the gamers. This is for Bayonetta. When they first, like when they first 3D modeled Bayonetta, they, they modeled her with the proportions of, like, a normal human being, and then they, like, turned the computer off for the night, and they came back the next day, and then her model had changed to look like that. God, realistically proportioned Bayonetta strikes the same absolutely, terror in absolutely my heart. Not. Absolutely as, not. As, I'm like, out a cold sweat. It's like Jim Carrey's The Mask when they made him flesh-colored. <laughs> but, like, those are the exact same things to me. Like, if Bayonetta had normal arms and legs, I would be, I'd be mortified. It would be horrible. Yeah. They, they they would the game would be have an AO rating that way. Exactly, it's too much. It's it's cursed. <laughs> it's, it's not right. She needs she needs to be mostly leg. Um, she does. What is, what is your next slapper? Hit hit me with it. Yeah yeah. Um. So we we we've been talking a little bit about it because you, you talk about the reward you get for attacking and dethroning God. Oh thank God, Max. Um, so my track is the track that plays when you attack and dethrone God. It's called the Greatest Jubilee. Yes. And like, once again, oh God, oh fuck. <laughs> Same slap. Same slap. It's just, it's just like, this song is just, what if going to church was cool? <laughs> it's this, uh, have you ever fought a final boss where the music is worshipping the final boss as you fight it? It's, it's like, all this, like, it's church music, and then there's this part in the middle that is the best part, which is the part where all of the percussion and, like, horns cut out, and yes, it's yes, just yes, yes, organ yes. and choir, and it becomes major key, and it's just, like, sounds like Handel's Messiah. It sounds oh, like that one part my, of Dancing Mad. It's so good. And and it's like, you're fighting the... You're not... I wouldn't say you're fighting Judeo-Christian God. You're fighting, like, some weird, like... You're fighting, but you're, you're fighting the Beo-Christian God. Yeah, exactly. You're fighting the Judeo-Christian God. And <laughs> she's, a gi- she's a gigantic woman the size of, like, a small, like, moon or something. She creates black holes and galaxies to attack you with. Um, she can turn Bayonetta into a, a small baby for a little while. And mm-hmm. as you're fighting her, the song, the, the choir is just like, hey, check this out. It is pretty cool, right? <laughs> this is neat. It's just, it's just, oh, and, and again, it does that, it does the same motif that's like throughout the entire game. It's just, once again, just everything arpeggios all at once. And something I noticed actually, like near, near the end, um, after the major key, uh, organ part, um, the part that plays after that, it sounds really similar, or rather the other way around. Um, the final 
theme of Jirginga in Wonderful 101 sounds really similar to this. It, it has like... Well, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And and again, it takes me to that quote from Super Best Friends Play when they say, Bayonetta was over by now when you fight Jirginga. Yes! Point. Oh my god, yeah. Because, like, only, because only Platinum can top Platinum. They Only Platinum can top themselves. I think, like, like when I was thinking through, and I've never played this game, but the only game I could think about that I, I believe could possibly be on this level is, like, Azura's Wrath, but I've never played it, so I don't know if that's true, but it... It feels right it is, to me. It is, it is, it is. But like, like we said, the way that they defeat Jubileus is they say, we need to make sure she never comes back. So they launch her into the sun and then go into the sun to break up the pieces of her body in the sun. Like, and and the it's, only uh, game that could ever top that was Wonderful 101, which don't you fucking worry. We will talk about that game someday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, will, sing we'll the entirety, the we will sing the entirety of both versions of the Wonderful 101 theme. Uh, <laughs> why is Platinum <laughs> so good at games? Why is nobody... music? Nobody in the world is as good at, like, making a video game-ass video game as Platinum. Do you know what my dream game is, Jordan? Uh, I believe we talked about it before, but, but hit me we with it. We probably have. If Platinum Games made a game in set in like the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure universe, yes, we have talked about this. That would be like that would the, fry my brain to a crisp. the most perfect video game ever created. Like they do tie in sometimes, and and I've heard that they're tie in games except for like the Legend of Korra. I've heard the Transformers one is 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 pretty fucking good. Yeah, again, their games that aren't quote unquote good are like mechanically sound. It's just like the setting and writing is just like eh, eh, because it's not their own. It's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. something they're excited about or something that they've created. They're, they're on the leash at that point. God, if they made a JoJo game. That's kind of like Astral Chain. It would control like Astral Chain, I guess. Yeah. Except Astral with Chain's stands. Good. It's it's too, too bad much. about cops. Yeah, it's all about cops. I, I never finished Astral Chain. I thought it was it was too complicated to play. I got like three quarters of the way there. It's pretty I good. Pick it up. It's yeah. it's it's pretty fun. It's just not their best. Um and it's also it's not a Kamiya joint. Like it's not one of Exactly, the, yeah. It's it's not the like when I think of the the backbone of platinum. It's it's like Bayonetta, Metal Gear Rising, uh, fucking uh, Wonderful One Hundred One, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah, it's good. It's just not platinum good. Um, mm-hmm. do you have anything else to say about yeah, the creator, yeah. the greatest jubilee? Um, I think it's cool that you summon an evil version of her to kill her. Oh, you really do. That's pretty sick. And to then me. you launch that her. Happened, into the I sun. know. Okay, jog jog my memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the second one, you summon Omni, which is like, what if Jubileus and the evil one were together now? Which is like yes. the true, true god. Yes. And even then, even then, even then, the final boss fight of Bayonetta 2 isn't as spectacular. It's not as, it reminds but it's me a of better the final fight boss because of, you're fighting uh, like a human of Devil May Cry like 5. This gigantic, it, it, inscrutable lady. It's, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the, the second yeah, final boss. Yeah, it's just a guy. Yeah. It's just a guy. But it's, but like, the best thing about Platinum Games, the most fun part, is part when you fight someone who's basically got the same powers as you. So fighting a giant guy is not as fun as fighting Jean or Balder, who's just a normal guy who attacks like like a Platinum Games character. Mm-hmm. And and that's why all the that's why Dark Souls has all the best final bosses because it's just like you fight a guy. You just fight a guy with a sword. This could be you, just with more power. That's why the best fight in Metal Gear Rising is Jetstream Don't Sam. Don't you wish you were this guy? Don't you wish you could play as Jetstream Sam? Well, guess what? You can. You just have to buy the DLC. Um, yes, but in terms of scale and scope, Jubileus, best final boss until, until Platinum topped themselves with an even bigger, even funnier final boss. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my oh. god. Is this it's a good game. Oh my god, they're all good games, but Bayonetta is so good. Play everybody, if I could recommend three video games for you to play mm-hmm. by them, because I want you because they're my favorite video game company and they're some of my favorite games. Play Bayonetta one and two. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but play Bayonetta one and then if you like it, play Bayonetta two. Play and Wonderful you will like it. Play Wonderful One oh one. Um it's on it's on everything now, so you have no yep. excuse once yep. again. And I would say play Metal Gear Rising, because it's mm-hmm. not a Metal Gear game, it's a Platinum game. No, it's not, yeah. It's a game about cutting everything you see in half. It's about it's about slicing and dicing. The, the final boss is a, is a libertarian who talks about how uh, the mainstream media is bad. It's, it's just... Sometimes the best games are stupid. That's the fact. That's a fact. That's it's, 100% fact. Ugh. That's why I like this soundtrack so much. Yeah. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's, it's over it's the top. Dumb. It's goofy. Yeah. And speaking of goofy and stupid and over the top, I think I think it's time for me to get to my my final slapper before we move yes. into the on- honorable mentions. And I wasn't originally going to include this song on my list, but I just had to, which is mm-hmm. and which is, you know, like in the which, game. Oh. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. <laughs> song was this better one, actually what if, what if, what if we what took if they improved a frank sinatra it? song and made it good even gillian get the fuck out of here you're not you're not wanted in my house i don't like i don't like you i don't like uh anything about you and i especially think that uh fly me to the moon is a bayonetta song sorry folks it's just when the get when you hear this song and so so you, you hear both versions of the song you hear like a normal version of the song over the credits which is like fine i guess but when you actually hear this song, it's at the beginning of the game when you like do the bayonetta thing where you rip off your cool nun habit, and Rodon yes. starts throwing you a billion guns from a giant comical, comically large coffin, and you're just like <laughs> killing angels. It's just like, oh, this is this, is this kind of game? This, huh? is, okay. this is bayonetta. I see. I see. I understand now. Um, I just think that they, and this isn't the only song they do it with, where they take like an existing song and bayonettify it. Yeah. Oh, also, it... also, same slap. I forgot to say, same slap. Oh, of course, of course. Um, it's just it's got it's got so much happening because it's got vocals, it's got the backing vocals, it's piano, synth. I think there's two types of drums in this song. There's like an electric drum kit and like a more realistic drum kit. It, it is all like computer. But oh, I, I love like... I love when the electric drum goes. Oh, that, I mean that—that's another like rhythmic motif that comes up because that also happens yeah. in the uh, in the in, in the, Bayonetta's theme. Yeah, Bayonetta's theme, and then of course it's got the vibraphone, so it all sounds like sexy lounge music. And then yeah. it's got ba- it's just there's so much. It is so good. Oh, oh, oh. what is a, isn't in Bayonetta two? They do the same thing with Moon River. Moon. I my hot take is I like that way better than Fly Me to the Moon. I, I I like Fly Me to the Moon more than Moon River. It's good, but I don't. But like the this was the original, and I think it's more fun. But that's just my opinion. 
I, I think this is one of the two. This is like maybe the only thing between the two games that is arguable, which is better one or two. These are like on, on par, I think. My 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 take is that um, two is is artistically and mechanically better, but I think one has a better story and it's funnier. Yeah, like, yeah. Like there's but, more yeah, fun. Yeah, there's a lot you. more humor. Like oh my god, what's the line that Sarazita says where someone says uh, she says like, "Where are you from?" and then she just says, "My house." Yeah. <laughs> I what like a good a little line. baby. She's just a little little child. That's the that's the other thing about Bayonetta being like, like Bayonetta is is horny for her own sake, but like when you put her next to a small child, she knows exactly she knows exactly what to do. Eventually, yeah, she, she figures it eventually. out. Eventually, she gets there. Yeah, she gets there. I will trust Bayonetta to babysit my children. I would one hundred percent trust ba- Bayonetta to babysit my children. If, but I mean, I would never ask her because like she's too, busy. She has other she, things to do. She's a terrifying person to think about talking to. If she offered, I would do whatever she wanted. Exactly. I'm the thing about Bayonetta is when you play Bayonetta, the player is just Enzo. <laughs> We're just all this like horrible little guy who is who is blessed enough to be able to experience Bayonetta. Yeah. <laughs> but Enzo's, Enzo's so the audience the audience insert character. <laughs> Fact. I love... Okay, so I love that you like how how platinum has those sort of like not interactable opening credits but like the opening credits are like within the fiction of the game like you see the names on billboards and stones and stuff and how kamiya's name always gets destroyed in the opening credits that's because kamiya like loves to make fun of himself in the yeah and how in the opening of bayonetta enzo pees on kamiya's grave (laughs) so good i like in wonderful 101 where there's a there's a kamiya wonderful one but he sucks and he he like dies in one hit he dies in one hit he's so glasses it's amazing what what a what a guy no he's he's wonder director but he has like luca's wonder goggles yeah he has the horrible wonder goggles power you can get bayonetta genre rodan in wonderful 101 i think it's pretty cool you can get bayonetta and i think she has i think she what is she is she uh is she a unite uh, she's gun gone. user she's yeah. gone yeah but i think she has like some special ability but i can't remember what it is she yeah yeah she has i i, I th- she yeah she could do something i think does she also get a whip maybe i'm not i sure. think i think what it is is if you use the the giant unite morph that you can get if you like get a billion coins i yeah. think if you make bayonetta big she gets her her moveset from the game which is God. nonsense more games should do that that like if you're good enough you can just do a different game <laughs> you just get to play a second game on top of it, where you can be large. It's, it's, it's Gameception, Jordan. Oh, man. A game within a game. Do you want to... Do you have... That, that was six of them, right? Have that was the six. We got uh, the six. So, so what are your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. Um, so so one of them was Fly Me to the Moon, um, mm-hmm. which is the same slap. So one of them I got is it's called Chapter Start. It's, it's yeah. the music that plays when you're like selecting the chapter to go. I mean, that one's it, pretty fun. It's cool, you know, for some reason that's what I think of. That's like the song I think of when I think of Bayonetta. I always feel like I get the weird one stuck in my head, but it's like, yeah, it, this is a song that plays when you're like on the chapter select menu. It's like this very like, again, a very nice chill lounge track. Um, we, you get this almost like sort of harpsichord in it. Um, and you have this like wind whooshing in the background and weird whispering going on. It Again, it, it really lends to the whole mysterious feel of the game where, where you don't fully know what's going on yet. You're like, I'm getting steeped in the mystery. Haha. Yeah. He's cool. Um, and my other uh, honorable mention is a track called "Let's Hit the Climax." Uh, oh, that was a good one. Which is the which is the um, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure beatdown theme that plays when you like do the finisher on bosses. It sure is. 
Um, it's just like, yeah, big piano. It's like super, super jazzy. Just like this inhuman, absolute batshit piano solo the whole time. It's just really, really sick. Yeah, it's a good and, one. And, and, and those are my uh, those are my honorable mentions. So my honorable mentions are number one is the Gates of Hell, the shop yeah, theme, super I jazzy in a in a bar. It's Rodan's bar, the Gates of Hell. You get to um, play as Rodan if you're good enough at this game. God, I love I love it. You can also fight Rodan if you're good enough at this game. And um, you have you have to be good to fight Rodan because he will tear you in half. Um, it's just like a it's just like a film noir jazz song, but it's so good. Um. Then there's a battle for the Umbran throne, which is the first mm, time yeah. you fight. The first time you fight um, Jean, this song mm. plays in like a flashback. It's really cool because it. I think this is where it establishes that da 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. da um, uh, motif. Uh, it's got it's got this really cool like piano that like I hate to fucking use the word like exotic to describe any music, but that's the kind of chord progression, like, m- yeah, musical. I, note I, that I, I get what you're going for. You know what I'm talking about. And also, it's really cool, um, because this is, like, set in the distant past. There's a lot of, like, folksy string instruments, and there's bagpipes, because these are, like, these are ancient European witches from hundreds of years ago. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I don't think we've, like, really dwelt on that a lot. Bayonetta and John are, like, 500 years old. They're very old. Um, and they look also, like they're, like, 30. When Bayonetta, like, finished traveling through time or whatever, she burst out of the ocean and killed Luca's dad. And in the cutscene, baby Luca goes, Father! And he says that, like, a hundred times in the game. You hear that one voice clip over and over and over again. Father! I mean, the child actor they had to hire really had a a high rate. He sounded very uninterested in the fact that his dad just died. Um... Uh, let's see what else. Oh, uh, here's one that's kind of an honorable mention, but kind of a dishonorable mention. It's uh, okay. Space Harrier. Um, so they yeah. put the, so yeah. the worst part of Bayonetta is um, is the part where they make you play Space Harrier for twenty minutes, and if you get uh-huh. hit once, you lose your platinum. Um, and yeah. then if you go and do that, I think you also have to fucking fight Jean and win that if you want to get platinum. I don't remember, but either way. It is awful. It controls terribly. Uh, you're, but it is cool that you're flying around on a missile that Bayonetta is steering. But mm-hmm. um, it, the only good thing is that they did uh, they Bayonettified the uh, theme song of Space Harrier yep. because this game is also just kind of like a love letter to Sega games. Um, so that's good. And then also uh, another dishonorable mention to, <laughs> to me is uh, my nightmare music, which is if you've listened to like a podcast, you know that I have. I have traumatic memories related to the game Outrun, <laughs> and the music from Outrun makes a big, big appearances in this game. Uh, and when I hear them, I just start screaming and and running around and crying. So, but it is good, and I like to hear it. It's just, I, so I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say about the actual tracks. Like, I love that they remix these old themes for it. But then again, going back to the whole Bayonetta Two is better than one in every conceivable way. Mm-hmm. They did the same sort of like missile jet flight section, but it's if just you so wear much the, if you wear the Star Fox costume in that God. level with Bayonetta Two, it literally turns into a Star Fox level. It's so good. Did you know that they used the Star Fox costume in the speed run? Oh, if, does it make you faster? No, it it it's a uh, it's that. Bayonetta's, uh, her guns, I can't remember what they're called in the, in the sequel, I think they have a different name. Uh, uh Love is, Love is Blue. Love is Blue fire lasers when you have Star Fox oh. on, and it does slightly more damage, and it saves a shit ton of time when you use it for the whole game. So the whole run, she's dressed like Star Fox. 
I mean, pretty, pretty cool. I love that, like, the costumes do different things. Like, if you wear the Link costume, you do the sword. I also love that, um, just because we, we just love talking about this good game, that uh, uh-huh. in the first one, it was it was a Sega joint, so it was all Sega, Sega stuff, and yeah. then the Bayonetta 2 is a Nintendo joint, so it's all Nintendo stuff. Yeah, Nintendo is, like, the owner? Not an owner, but, like, Nintendo is, like, the one who revived Bayonetta, this, like, extremely yeah. horny yet non-horny character. It's just, like... They put they put Bayonetta in Smash. Bayonetta I lost my Smash. mind when that happened. She's in Smash, and I'm really bad at playing as her, but it's fun to play as her because it reminds me of playing Bayonetta. Yeah. Video games are cool, Jordan. Video games are really cool when they like to be fun video games. So mm. I think that's all I have to say about Bayonetta. Do you have anything? It's good. It's, it's a good game. Please play Bayonetta. Please listen to Please the soundtrack. Oh, it's uh, so good. The last thing I'll say is that the angel designs are incredible. Oh, they're, they're disgusting. So, like, they're so gruesome. They appear as like you know, like they're get they get very close to the whole like biblical angels, like a billion eyes, a trillion wings. They're like these weird like porcelain grotesque statuesque looking things. But like as you beat them, the porcelain cracks off, and they're just like meat on the inside. They're it's disgusting so meat cool. monsters. When the like actual face of the angel is like a disgusting barnacle thing that pulsates and quivers. It's wretched. I hate it. It's, it's it is like design genius. It's so good. Um, and it's then so when you good. get to Bayonetta 2, you get to see the, the demons and their designs are... The demons are like, what if they were... The demons are like Art Deco almost. It's They're so, so good. sick. God. They, the Manturi... Oh, <laughs> I want to play Bayonetta so bad, Jordan. I know. I know. I think I might play it the second I'm done with this episode. Yeah. Um, um, God, so I think next on our docket is our showdown, I believe. Our showdown. Yes, yeah, so we're going to pick the best song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I have so, I have not figured this one out yet. Okay, so th- let's go through it. We did um, Vigrid Town Areas. Uh huh. We did. You did. Um, what did uh, you do? We did Mysterious Destiny. We did. You may call me father. Yes. And then after that, you picked. Um, I picked. Let's um, dance, boys. Let's dance, boys. Then you and then the greatest, greatest jubilee, jubilee. Fly me to the moon. Yeah. So those yeah. are the six. All right. I think I know what it is for me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling. Well, we gotta here. pick pick one. Let's spirit move you, and we'll 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 do our head to head and see what happens. Okay, okay, okay. I right. I think I got mine, but let's let's just see. All right, you count us down. Wait, huh? I think I'm changing my mind. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have picks, but I don't want them to be like cop out picks. All right, all right, all right, all right. I, no, I don't think. Okay, here's the thing, Jordan. We're always right. God, we're always right, is the thing. All right. All right. I think I, I think I've got a pick. All right. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. The greatest you Fly me to the moon. Oh! Mmm! Oh. I finally did a... To, uh, I'm, like, also, like, three-way tie on Mysterious Destiny is the okay. thing. So, the reason I'm going with Fly Me to the Moon is okay. it is sort of the cop-out pick. Yeah. But, like... It's just so bayoneted to it turn really an old is, song into a cool, fun, horny version it's, of it. It turns and uh, here's the thing, right? We've we've uh, got the full spectrum of bayoneted music right now because there's cool, choral, whatever, and then there's fun, sexy, flirty, horny. But I like, I like. And then there's that church it, nightmare. And then there's church nightmare. I uh, I don't know. It's a cop out. But that's a we we are like oh man. I think I think I'm willing to concede to fly me to the moon. I think, I think mm, 
I think I'm happy with Fly Me to the Moon. I like, yeah, it takes a song that was just like a slow, like, lounge song sung by a, by a, by a dead white man and turns <laughs> into this crazy, fun, sexy, flirty, horny, lounge, like, crazy, bouncy song that is really fun. And it's got, like, amazing vocals and it's got backup singers. Like, you can yeah. imagine Bayonetta singing this song herself with backup dancers. If, if, if Frank Sinatra was old blue eyes, Bayonetta's old world eyes. <laughs> get out of here no yeah. okay 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 so and 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 also to get a little to get a little like uh important speechy here fly me to the moon is a fine song on its own right and then bayonetta yeah. takes it and remixes it and takes it to new heights and like character action as a genre like i feel like bayonet is the foremost example of it where it like took this like it, it, it took a lot of things from other games and basically like turned it into this whole thing of like, oh shit, you can get kind of nutty with it with this. And I yeah. feel like it's it's similar to the trajectory of what Bayonetta did for that genre as what it did for this song. It's also surprisingly like accessible too, in my opinion. That's, that's the thing. You can listen to it. <laughs> okay. It's video game music you, you can listen to in public and people won't think you're weird for doing it. Wow. That does match it with the gameplay. Like, like Bayonetta is a character action game that you can pick up and learn. And like the higher level strategies in Bayonetta, like, like, uh, dodge offset and stuff like that yeah. are actually, I, I learned how to dodge offset like an hour after I learned the game. And started it's, being it's able to so use it. It's so easy to pick it up. It makes you feel like you're really good at video games. And like, and and the best part is, is you can only get better. Like, like I know some people don't really mesh with the combat of Bayonetta, but it it really is a thing that like, if you learn how to do it, it's not that hard. If you can get through the game on normal, you can get through the game on hard. And if you can get through the game on hard, you could probably go back and play it all on normal and mostly, you know, clean up and and feel like a like a awesome Umber Witch and probably not get hit that much. Um, and that's awesome, and I love this game, and I think that does kind of symbolize, it is kind of like Fly Me to the Moon, it's just like a very, you know, it's something well-known, but it's a brand new, unique spin on it, and it's totally shifts the style and the tone, and it's just so perfect for, for what it is. And, and I, I, I'm also, I'm also picking this strategically, because, I mean, we're not you know getting what we're, in- yeah. Well, I know what we're we doing can... next, and I feel like what we're doing next is going to be a lot harder to decide on. So I feel like something that's like a more ubiquitous, unanimous pick would would fit Bayonetta, if that yes. makes sense. Yes. So, so, so are are we in agreement then? I think we're in agreement. Let's do Fly Me to the Moon. Fly Me to the Moon. All oh. right, let's move on. It's time for the on. it's time for the main event. Well, well I, th- well, I thought we do tw- I, we do Twitter first. Oh, are we doing Twitter? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, right. we do Twitter, and then we do the next song. Then we end the episode. Well, no, because we have our we have to do our poll. We have to announce our. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. You're yes. right. Yes. So this is a thing that we've, we've talked about doing for quite a while, which is we um we have made our picks, our best songs in all, all four games. Twitter Twitter has four slots. Uh, we'll get to what we do with them another day. But every four episodes, we're going to put up our our songs that we picked, like our our, our best slappers, mm-hmm. and uh, you get to show us how objectively correct you are. By uh, by utilizing your God given right to vote, smiling serenely, <laughs> America, vote. Promise me one thing, and uh, you can pick. You can pick, and we what we'll do is uh, whoever wins the po- popularity poll becomes our like our number one special song. And mm-hmm. one day when we have a bunch of songs, we're going to use these results to seed our brackets for uh for a big old. Big old oh, tournament style, so fucking no holds barred. Find the best song in like twenty different video games. 
So mm-hmm. get ready for that. Um, so we have put up, I put up on the Twitter, our first four songs, which as a reminder, were Great Sea from Wind Waker, Heretic Hero from Halo 2, Snake Eater from Metal Gear Solid 3, and Somnus from Final Fantasy uh, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the votes. The votes are in. Uh, two dozen of you chipped in. I, I, I also voted, and I think you voted as well, Max. Um, and here's our results. Um, and technically there's five hours left I, on I, the poll. Yes, I did vote. But, um, yeah. but I think, I think the winner has, has, has really ran with it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied for, th- tied for third is Heretic Hero mm-hmm. and Somnus. I hate to see it, but I, I do agree with it. it. It's fine. Second place, Great C. And with a whopping 66% of the vote, one third just really ran with it. Two thirds, I mean, was, was of course Snake Eater. So congratulations. Snake Eater, you have won the first place in our first popularity poll. Um, when we get to a big old messy bracket, it will, uh, it will probably be, you know, first seed in our bracket. So congrats. I'm going to put, congrats. We, we keep a big list of all the songs that we've done. And mm-hmm. uh, and I I put little crowns on our Discord next to the ones that have won. So I'll put I'll put a first place, second place, and third place medal next to the ones that have won this bracket. All right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you all for voting. Next time we put it up, just uh, feel free to vote. It's once every four episodes, uh, and we really appreciate it. And we're going to use it to have it's a little fun, fun later down the road. Love entergagement. Entergagement. Right. Let's do the the audience participation part of our episode. We put up a yeah. post. On the old Twitter, um, mm-hmm. every week, and you get to tell us your bayonetta takes. So you, uh, we're we're giving you a space where you get to be the ones who's objectively correct this time. Exactly, you get to be objectively correct, and we will we will verify how correct you are. We we, we yes, we will sanction it if needed. We got a couple comments. Our first one is from friend of the show, Girl Dick Energy. Great username. It says the gates of hell theme banger. Agreed. We- Confirmed in the you episode. You are correct. We, we love Rodon. And here's uh, two posts from uh, Nero Wyvern, friend of the show, at Dragon Smoocher. Um, says, the first uh, first one says, I feel like a fucking celebrity in this town. It's the best line read I, in any video game and you can't change my mind. It's, Once again. It's so funny. I love it's, it's so every, everything. The best thing about Bayonetta is like, Bayonetta is like sassy and like she just loves to have a lot of fun. She she loves to joke around. You know she she's uh when she fights people she's like get out of my face, fuck off. You know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. When and then when and then you fight Jean and Jean is like motherfucker. <laughs> she's yeah. so angry. Jean is red, mad, and nude like her hair suit. Yeah, she's like she. I think one of her lines is literally die, bitch. It's incredible. <laughs> I just love the duality of the two. And then uh, second second post from from at Dragon on Twitter. Uh, also, I think the only option for top slapper in this game is Let's Dance Boys. There's almost no contest. Uh, cl- you are correct. We, it, is we have the, it is one of the top six we, tracks in the game. It is definitely yes. one of the top six tracks. We, we have gone a different direction, but you are objectively correct. So congratulations. Congratu- you created a Back to the Future timeline where we, this is what the song that we picked at the end of the episode. It would have been. It is entirely within the realm of possibilities that we picked yeah. Let's Dance Boys. Let's be honest. It's. Uh, uh, I want to do a little dance about it. Oh my God. All right. Now all it's right. the moment I've been waiting for all week. Yeah. Which I want to know. We've picked, we've picked, we've picked Fly Me to the Moon, Bayonetta. What is our next musical journey? All right. So Bayonetta came out, what, 2009, 2010 in America. 
It's yep. like a, it's like a, you know, a, a sixth or seventh generation game. Um, pretty well polished. So I'm gonna uh, take us back to the past for Uh-oh. this one. Oh boy, um, we're gonna be looking at some NES graphics, some NES music <gasps> from the far flung year of 2014. What? Jordan? Ex- yeah. Jordan? Yeah. Steal thy shovel. Oh yes! <laughs> yeah! Yes! Oh, we're gonna be talking God about sake. shovels night. <laughs> Question, question, and basically a request. There's yes, a lo- we will do the whole tra- all of Treasure Trove is is on the table. Uh, no, please, I was gonna say oh, there's oh, too just much. the original. I was okay, just okay, gonna yeah. ask okay. if we could just for now let's uh, because uh, because there's so much good stuff. Okay, yeah, just the original. Just let's the original, let's do. just stick to the classic original Shuffle Knight. Maybe maybe someday we can maybe one day we can lump the rest of the Treasure Trove. And I have not unfortunately I have not played. I've played uh, the Plague Knight one, and I played the uh, Spectre. Spectre, yes, but I have not played uh, the King Knight. I don't think I ever will because I don't like cards. Uh, it, but the, the the card game is like harder to wrap your head around than a lot of video game card games. And I say this as a person who loves video game card games. <laughs> you're 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 the Gwent defender. I'm the Gwent stan here. Yes. Anyways, oh, what a gift you've given me. Thank you. Thank you for this gift. Yeah, it's Thank just, I, this, I was so excited. When, once I settled on it, I was like, oh, Jordan's going to love this one. Oh, yes. I See, the thing about Shuffle Knight, and we'll talk about this more when we do it, is like, yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm not a retro gamer, uh-huh. but I love Shuffle Knight. Shovel, Shovel Knight is like, a, it is, again, it is like a, 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 a stellar example of like the retro, it is like the retro revival game pretty much. Yes, it is so good. Oh my God, thank you. It's like Shovel Knight whips so hard. It is such a good game. Do you know what's amazing is that you said Shovel Knight and within about 30 seconds, I think I already have all six picks. (laughs) It's the soundtrack is so good. Like, oh, my God. We'll we'll talk about the people who are on the soundtrack, but like they got a really, really cool special guest composer for the game. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We've 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 done enough. We've done enough. We've done enough. We've, join, uh, join us in two weeks. Hype, for, hype explosion. For, for shovelry. Cannot fucking wait to steal thy shovel. Oh my god, this <laughs> podcast is so good. Can I tell you? And I guess I hey. guess I'll already announce that. Um, and this is not for another four calendar weeks. But <laughs> I have a. I have already picked my next one, and I have a very special guest lined up. So um, cool. I believe. I believe. Uh, I know what we're doing. And I uh-huh. know, also know you're gonna love it. So cool, cool, cool. Good. Be, be ready for that. But that's that's not for a month. So yeah, shovel yeah. light up next. Thank you all very much for listening. Let's wrap this uh, this episode up. Yeah, uh, let's send this one to the sun. Where, where can we find you, Max? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else at Maxi Bajillion. Uh, I get I get I get podcasts. Pod of Greed, Well Cool Robot. Those are on Twitter. Well Cool Podcast, Pod of Greed Cast. Go check them out. <laughs> I cannot tell you how how uh, hard it is when I'm doing like jerking it and stuff. I always just need to be like, it's called Wow Cool Robot. It's not called Wow Cool Podcast. It's just yeah. called Wow Cool Robot. Don't fuck it up. And I, I I've done pretty good. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. I do two podcasts. They're called Jerkin' It, which I do with my brother. It's almost over. We probably got like another few months and like season two months. Season seven, maybe. baby. It's season seven, and then we're we're burning that Viking funeral to the ground. What? And then uh, what? <laughs> you can you can listen to my other one, 
that is called Like a Podcast, aka Podcast Gagotoku. I do it with friend of the show, Argyle. We talk about Yakuza. We're playing Yakuza 1 slash Kiwami. It is currently on hiatus. Please send your energy swords to Argyle as he uh, as his family home is reconstructed. We will get back to that as soon as we possibly can. Thank you all for your patience with that if you're a listener. We really appreciate it, and we're both itching to get back going with that. I also have an exciting uh, news for you, Max. Oh, yeah? Um, What's up? If you want to recommend this podcast and you want to mm-hmm. tell people where to go, you don't got to tell people to go to slappers-only.pinecast.go. Just open up your local browser and type slappersonlypodnospaces.com and it'll redirect you. We got a URL. Hey, bada bing, bada boom. We, fun fact, we've had that URL for like a month now and I just uh-huh. keep for, I just kept forgetting to set up the redirect. But that'll take you right to our page. So right slappersonlypod.com is our new URL. You can find us at Twitter at slappersonlypod. So Twitter and URL, both the same. Um, you can go there. You can like our posts. You can follow us. We really appreciate it. You can give us a review on whatever. Yeah. I don't I don't think anyone does reviews anymore, but I like to read reviews. Give us I like a review. To fe- I, I like people to validate my hobbies. Yeah, I like when people tell me that I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it extends my lifespan. It does. It just makes me one percent more powerful. Um, God, that was Bayonetta. <laughs> please stop telling. Please stop telling my grandpa he's funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going too strong. So that was Bayonetta. Next up is Shuffle Knight. Holy shit! What the fuck? <laughs> um, thank you Gaming, all huh? so very very much for listening. We will be back in two weeks. And uh, yeah. what do we say at the end of this podcast? As we always say, Jordan, ask uh-huh. not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for thee. Flock off! Yeah. Let's dance, boys. Oh, my God.